previously on the Call of the Flame. We must use her. Uh, you're right. Run. They will never stop using you if you do not. No one is going to give me answers, so I'm going to get them myself. I'm going with you. How does one court a dragon's favor? Your Magni is supposedly the last one. Narang? There is nowhere you could go that no one would bother you. This doesn't concern you. Fool! You've doomed us both. Gloats in death! Where are you? The Call of the Flame, an audio play. Chapter 7, A Dragon's Gift, Part 2 of 2. The rows of candles filling the great Magnet Temple of Bella flutter in the cold autumn night, the chill snuffing out one after another, dimming the sacred place of the once great chieftain of gods, as his chosen Magnus servants pace and think and hunch over old paper and dust. <sighs> what have I done? Lord Magnia, we've received a parcel. Those of your homeland. Bring it here. It has the seal of Imperata. Well? They have bent the knee to the Dark Bride. This means that Drithal is the last elven land left for her to take before... Before the elven lands are united under her... Then she'll come with her conquest. Can you hand me that cushion, please? Uh, very well. Thank you. I know, I know. Which is why I have a plan. What plan? The King of Belar and Mason of Windhold are pulling our resources at nights in combating the fanatics of the Deep God. We will use our agents to find the girl and return her to us. Against her will? What of it? No. I... we... we can't. It is our right. It is the future of our order we must protect. An order she was born to serve as we see fit. I said it before. With air under our control, we have everything to gain. The influence of our magic alone... My Magnia! It is not a total loss. With her, we were able to lure Sorcier Coron from hiding. Well, hopefully we will get something out of... Sorry. What is it? My Magnir, the prisoner, yes. Corrent. What of him? He's gone. Come on. I think I know where we can find the port to Buri. Our ship is waiting. No, it isn't. Come again? It's just a ship. When we get there, it'll just be us. Nobody will be waiting for us where we go after either. We just keep on living. On second thought, we should go back and get some bellish wine, if this is to be the topic of tonight. Iriklis, do you know what the sea lady sung to me? Sea woman? Oh, the Nixie. What did she say? I don't want to think about it. 
But the lady was right about what I really wanted. That is how she got me. And I don't think we should go back. What? No. We should find the girl and the orc. Oh, Darasan Sineva, you got feelings. Jen Kuo, what do I always tell you? It does not apply here. We are not charitable. We make gold and then we move on. The only one looking after your interests in this world is you. To make more gold? For what, Iricris? For... For you little... So we could keep on living! Then the hells are even trying to say, you silly half-man? Family. Not blood, but by tribe. Family is living, Iricris. Neither of us have one. The girl didn't have one, nor the orc. The boy... Well, he chose his, but that, I see, is what I want to keep together, to do. Am I not family enough for you? My brother, from another, much shorter mother. You are closer to me than my own kin, which is how I know. You miss them too. Families are difficult too. More problems, smaller shares, and more rationing. I can help with that. <laughs> The sorcerer? You supposed to be in prison? Where did you get that crossbow? No cage can contain the will of the deep god. Wait, are you the deep god? Do not mock me. I'm only going to ask this once. Where's the Magnir girl? What will we get if we answer? Iricles. Your life. Just yours. The first one to answer will live. The other will die. Come now, why so silent? Very well, I will count to three. I will kill one of you. One, two, three. He is choking him. I have some questions about what happened. I unlocked his cage so I could hunt him and kill him. Because... Because he swore to his god that he would kill the girl. Hmm. Oh, and you waited until the last second there because you had your bow and arrow trained on him, but did not want to risk him finding his arrow and killing one of us? Don't be silly. He... Oh. My god, you're right. He cares about the girl. And us. I wouldn't go that far. He doesn't want to kill us. You mustn't be too picky. Come, let us follow him. Jinko, what did I say? What did you say? What did I say? Have you not heard a word I said and seen the proof? The answer is no, Jinko. We're on our own. Don't give me that look. I'm not in a gaming mood. No, 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 no. Don't sit down. Don't buckle your stubby little knees and look down. No, no, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm ignoring you. I don't care. In fact, I'm going. I'm walking now. Goodbye. See you at the port. See? See me walking? I'm going. I'm going. See how far away I've walked? Ah, okay. You win. 
Let's go. Splendid! You'll be the death of us both, dwarf. The great dragon Narang crawls on winged hands over stone treasure, her long neck low, smelling and tasting the air she searches for Bree, who lies slumped against a protruding stone, hoping to avoid the blazing eyes of the shining black serpent. You did not leave. I would have seen it. Because you're blocking the way. There was a time I would never have spilled Magnir blood in my cave, nor on any soil. But I care not. For this treachery, girl, I will taste your flesh. Your claws and Jenku. Probably try to bribe it, silly fools. Gods, I wish they were here. Not really. They'd probably die. Do not give them an earful wherever fools who die to dragons in the afterlife. Myrtle. Nothing is sacred to you godforsaken creatures. Not even your own order. Are you frightened? You haven't the slightest comprehension of what it means to fear. You don't know the pain of waking to the sound of an army marching on your home with ballistas, harpoons, and arrows for the sins of your siblings, for the sport of claiming your bones. I had a thousand names all of them reverent and sacred. They sought to haunt me. Sought to claim me. All in the same century, they sought to deify me. <laughs> you could never understand my betrayal, little worm. You've never gone from being worshipped to being an it! But I have. I'm not running. It's what you'd like to see, isn't it? Me cowering before your great and terribleness. I won't. You're afraid, like I am. I know how hard it is to ask for trust. Then don't bother. Be still. Go out, I didn't want to hurt you. Neither do I. But you've hurt so many others. Myrtle? I have a plan! Take heart. It's not going to be pretty. Is that little thing a witch? You think you could curse so great a being as I? Dark energies that wait sleeping. Bring awake and alive. 
return to your husks, your bodies, your armors. Restore the spark of vengeance! You've killed so many, and they're back. I'll kill them again. All of you. You will not harm me again! Run, Brave. No, no, this is no time to faint. I can't let you die because of me. Ugh, you're heavier than you look. Hi, Brave. Is that a curse? Yes. Did, did I do it? Fool. Oh, no. You think they stood a greater chance in death than they did in life? Hold your breath. Like a cat with its fur coat. Come on, Myrtle. Climb the rock. What about the sorcerer? I'll deal with him. Ha! He's fallen. What should we do? Whatever it is, we need to do it quick. the flame starring Bonnie Bogovich Stephen Cumberworth Jacob Williamson Corey Borgers Ash Williams Abigail Turner Zach Zathian Young and Gary Gibbs the second and Sarah Ruth Thomas as new rain for the full cast list and episode transcripts please visit the call of the this podcast was written and produced by Kurt Kanyes, with music by Adam Halpin, with additional tracks by Stephen Cumberworth. Both can be found on Bandcamp. This chapter was co-written by Nadi Reed Perez, Sonoran speech by Megan Watson, editing by Kurt Kanyes and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. 
send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew. But for bonus audio, music, and updates on the upcoming book too, visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the call of the flame podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to our Patreons. Cassie M, Cloudy Evelidge, John Doyle, John Winstead, and Zane Simon. And now a message from our playwright. Hey everybody, it's Kurt. Um, I'm getting pretty good at these. I think I could do this once and unscripted. First of all, it's been a momentous month for the Call of the Flame. We have 5,000% more patrons than we used to. That's not an accurate number. Um, we have five patrons now. Th- special thanks in uh, no particular order to Cassie M, Cloudy Evelidge, John Doyle, John Winsett, and Zane Simon. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for uh, contributing to the show. And um, I hope to deliver more exclusive content to you guys very soon. We'll be uploading the music tracks from this particular episode because we just ran out of music, actually. So it looks like um, a lot of the exclusive content coming soon will be uh, extended episodes based since we just recorded a lot of extra content for that. And thank you to everybody who's been plugging the show on Twitter and talking about it. That's that's the only way we promote the show at the moment. I once did that little Facebook thing with the ten dollar credit, and it was it was it was a bust. It was, don't do that. Don't do that, people. That's that's. I I'm I'm anti sponsoring Facebook right now. You can expect a lot of things coming in the near future. Um, one of which I'll actually give an extra special shout out to Jonathan Whitson, one of our patrons. For he sent me some art uh, recently uh, via Discord, our Discord server, and. Yeah, you might be seeing some uh, redux for the site coming very soon. Thank you, thank you. Take it away, narrator. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hockter. We thank you all for listening.